The Frituals, written and performed by author Caitlin Costello. Chapter 6. Jamie. After dropping Shona off to take the test, and Tatra goes to apparently find Giacinta, their father passes through the gates and heads to a pub he has frequented several times over the years. The streets are milling with people, but not in a way that makes his travels difficult. Jamie watches a few elven children who look to be around 9 or 10, but for all he knows, these children could be the same age as him. They aren't tall enough to see over the crowd, so they dart between people, trying to push their way through. He watches one girl scurry up a tree. She balances on the tree branch, pigtails swinging. Some kids sit on the side. These children were either too young to understand, or who had gotten bored watching the same thing over and over again a hundred times. Sir? One child asks, coming up to him. Sir? Do you know how the testing is going? My brother is at the test this year, but mother wouldn't let me go. He crosses his arms and kicks a stone along the ground. She said my time would come and I just have to be patient. He looks quite annoyed. I just wanted to understand why everyone made such a big fuss about it. Well, do you know what they do for the test? The man asks the little boy who shakes his head. You are not alone. No one knows what the test is exactly even the people doing it. All they tell you to do is jump in the water to dive down. That's it. So your brother probably jumped in, then got back in the boat. Then you go to the city and take a bath and wait for the ceremony. Have you heard about the ceremony? The little boy seems to vibrate with excitement. Yes, mother said it's a giant feast with hundreds of different foods, more than I could ever imagine. I can't wait to be old enough to go to it. Is the ceremony better than the test? Jamie laughs, wondering just how long it would be before this small elf would be able to go. If it is anything like how it was when I took the test, then yes, the ceremony is better than the test. You get to see the palace and see the elves and the queen. The boy's eyes get as big as saucers. Then we get to see lots of food. It's all prepared by the queen's cooks, so it is very yummy. But, shh, Jamie says, leaning down closer to the boy, who creeps close on tiptoes. You wouldn't want your mother thinking you were bugging people now, would you? The boy stands up straight as a pole. He glances around. When he sees that his mother isn't anywhere to be seen, he gives Jamie a mischievous smile. He makes a motion of zipping his lips and throwing away the key before scampering off down the road. Jamie, Jamie Flynn, a man calls from down the street. He's a squat little man with a cane. He presses his weight into the ground, hobbling up to Jamie. Hello, Omar, how are you? Jamie asks, shaking the man's hand. I've been well, leg isn't giving me too much pain lately, thanks to that doctor of yours. Thanks again for the recommendation. How are you, where are your girls at? We have been doing well. Tay is off to who knows where, and Shauna is being tested today. It definitely has been a change since Marion died, but we are doing well all the same. The two turn down the road, and Jamie sees the inn. Would you like a drink? I would, thank you, Omar says with a hearty laugh. The goddess knows I don't get out enough for a drink. 
They go down the road as quickly as Omar can get across the uneven cobblestones. They find a table near the bar and Jamie grabs two pints. He slides the tankard across the table and takes a swig of the foamy drink. Jamie puts the tankard down with a small thud and wipes his mouth with the back of his hand. Omar takes a hearty gulp of ale then says, By the goddess, that is crazy. Both of your little girls tested. They are almost women grown. I remember when they had their first lessons. Wild blonde hair falling out of braids and matching dresses so you couldn't tell them apart. Jamie smiles at the memory of his two little ones. Marion and I used to call one and then the other trying to figure out which was causing trouble. We never seemed to call the right name. Oh, come on. You know that Tatra was the one always causing the trouble. I try to give them the benefit of the doubt, but yes, it was Tay most of the time, Jamie replies, his lips quirking up in a broad smile. Ward is taking the test today, too. I forget that he and Sean are in the same lessons. He seems to get on with Tay pretty well, Jamie says. Well, they would. They both have big personalities and know what they do and do not like, and don't seem to be afraid to tell you. Omar swirls the drink around a few times, watching the bubbles, nearly spilling it. I don't see him too much now. He does a lot of training. He wants to try to get into the Queen's military. He heard that elves are willing to take some humans into their core, so he wants to do that. But, Jamie asks, sensing his friend isn't thrilled with this idea. You know I'm not keen on the idea, but Ward is your son. You don't need to feel like you can't express your pride when you're with me. I don't know. Omar says, rubbing a hand across his forehead. I want him to do what he wants to do, and I believe that he could be a great soldier, but I know I won't see him if he leaves. You know how things are with Pat. I need someone else to talk to besides her always checking in to see if I'm okay. I'm fine. I just... I need another man in the house. He shakes his head. I don't know. Any suitors lined up for the girls yet? Omar says, changing the subject. Jamie shrugs. A few have come by for Tetra, but there isn't any that stick around for long. Shauna is talking to that Philippe boy, the merchant's son. I am not thrilled, but she seems happy, so I guess I can live with it for now. I'm glad, to be honest, that nothing seems too intense for either of them. I'm not ready for them to leave me yet. They are my only family. I don't know what I'm going to do when they leave. Maybe I'll move into town. It would be easier for me than walking from the farm every day for the bakery. Omar nods. I think that would be a good idea. Then we can get a pint more than every few months, Omar says before taking a sip. I need to empty your pockets a bit more. Jamie laughs. No, sir, you are not going to pass your tab onto me. He gets up. Come on, I'll get you one more drink. Next round is on you, sir. This has been a production of The Frituals. Written and performed by Caitlin Costello. Text copyright 2018 to Caitlin Costello. Production copyright 2020, Caitlin Costello. Hi everybody, this is Caitlin Costello, the author and narrator of The Frituals. If you've enjoyed this podcast so far, please leave a review or rating where you listened. It really helps to get the podcast in front of more people. If you can't possibly wait for another episode of The Frituals, fear not, because the full audiobook is now available. A slew of stores, including Google Play, Apple, HiBooks, Scribd, Chirp, Kobo, Walmart, Audiobooks.com, and Nook Audiobooks. And it's being added to more stores every single day. 
It's also available at your local library, so if you request it from your library, they should be able to get it into their system fairly quickly. I am running a sale currently on signed print editions of the book, and these are 20% off using code SPOOKY through October 31st. That is code SPOOKY through October 31st from CaitlinCostello.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.